is Stevie Rochelle from Top and Metal Sludge. Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpy from Mr. Big. This is Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock. What's up? This is Dave Rude from Tesla. And you're listening to Music Mania. Music Mania. You are locked and loaded on the Music Mania podcast. Thank you so much, man. I, I love talking about the things that I love, Clint. And for you to allow me to do it with you, uh, I am the Music Mania Podcaster. You the best! You got the best! We roll tonight to the guitar fight. And for those about to rock, I salute you. You ready for some screaming heavy metal? Scream for me, You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. Stuck at home, sequestered from the rest of the world, well, the Music Mania podcast, as always, has your back. We are keeping it going rapid-fire style here on the Music Mania podcast, and it's such a pleasure to be with you. I hope everybody is staying safe, staying healthy, doing all the right things, and um, hopefully avoiding political nonsense And during this time. We're just trying to get through this together, get back to uh, doing the things that we love to do as we go head first into the spring and summer months. Gosh, here in Missouri, it's finally feeling like spring. We're in late March, which can always be a roll of the dice here um, in Kansas City, where I am, but finally we're getting some 70-degree weather out there, and it just kind of gives you that hint that, hey, things may just get better at some point. I hope that we're not in this for uh, for several months because the summer months are coming up. I know a lot of artists have had to postpone tour dates that were in the spring, and hopefully it doesn't come to that in the summer as well. Hopefully we can get back to a new norm this summer uh, because that's what it's all about, getting outside, enjoying live music, um, heading to the lake with your friends, uh, enjoying some outside time, enjoying some cold beverages. That's what we want to get back to doing, exploring this great country and this great world we live in. And here on the Music Mania podcast, the fun has only begun because luckily for someone like me, that artists are still releasing music, granted stifled from the road, but uh, we are going to be interviewing uh, Mike Tramp um, on this show because Mike Tramp is one of the first guests we ever had on this podcast. I go back to the very beginning, back in like 2013, when uh, the, the first idea really started for this show and I wanted to interview um, artists, uh, you know, kind of from this ilk, from the 80s and from rock in general, and it's grown so much from then, of course. But Mike Tramp and Ryan Roxy from Alice Cooper's band, those were the two guests, and that and Jeff Pilson, of course, from Foreigner. Those three really helped formulate what this show is. Without Mike Tramp, there wouldn't be a Music Mania podcast, so for him to continue to come on with this uh, year after year, we're going to be talking to him about uh, the tour that he had planned has been postponed, so be sure to stay close to his website, MikeTramp.dk. And to get kind of news on when that's going to be updated. But he had this uh, tour plan here in America, which is going to be performing the music of White Lion, which he has been doing for years, kind of in an acoustic style. But this was going to be kind of back with his guitarist and, and kind of playing the music of White Lion, along with songs from his new album, which is called Second Time Around. And I'll tell you what, May 1st, we'll see the release of Second Time Around, uh, the new album from Mike Tramp. And while the ex-White Lion and Freak of Nature frontman is no rookie to releases in his own name, this time he does so with a special feeling. Mike has been so prolific um, in his writing 
and uh, his releases uh, the last decade or so. Um, of course, he's been doing so many albums. I mean, in the last... Uh, since 2009, seven albums with the second time around being his eighth. He has been true to himself, true to his word. He is a guy that has just has a lot to say. He's a great singer, songwriter, very underrated. I mean, come on, his work with White Lion, you know, from 1983 to 1992, uh, big hits like Wait, When the Children Cry, uh, albums like Pride and Big Game and Main Attraction. I, you know, White Lion's always been a band and he kind of put it together, you know, as well. There have been different incarnations of White Lion in the last 15 years or so, but Mike has been comfortable in his own skin as a singer-songwriter traveling the country. I mean, back in 2015, I think it was, Mike was on tour in America, literally with just him, his car, and his acoustic guitar, traveling from venue to venue, driving across the country. I remember meeting him in the back of the Scene Rock Bar in Kansas City before a show, and we did a video interview at that time. And to be able to just sit with him and talk about him, he is literally driving by himself and driving around it, the, the music and interacting with people. It means so much to him. We're going to get into this new album and uh, kind of his idea be behind uh, performing the music of White Lion in more of an electric setting coming up as well and kind of his thoughts. And Mike is someone that I'll just be honest, you know, I got to spend quite a bit of time with him uh, here in Kansas City uh, during some of the stops he's made. He absolutely has he's so knowledgeable about the world and politics and stuff like that it's fun just to pick his brain he's got a bunch of conspiracy theories about things like 9-11 so we're going to get into this whole coronavirus thing with him see what his thoughts are on that i'm assuming he's going to be um, joining us uh, from denmark his native denmark so going to be great to get into it with him we hope everybody's doing great out there i've got some great interviews coming up uh, just taped one with jeff keith from tesla next week we got Stuart copeland from the police things have just continue to store for us and we can't thank you guys enough for continuing to download this show for continuing to subscribe and leave a star rating hope you'll continue to do that apple podcast stitcher spotify google play those are the best ways to get this podcast so subscribe today if you've got a smartphone you've got this show cannot thank you guys enough so without further ado we want to go ahead and get in to our interview with mike tramp formerly of white lion Mike, how are you, my friend? The question is, how are you? Well, you know what? Surviving, we're definitely making it happen. And you know, Mike, we, we've had some good chats over the years here in Kansas City where we are. So I've, I've just been dying to kind of talk to you about all the stuff that's going on because we've had some great chats about things like 9-11 and uh, worldly topics. And now here we are dealing with something no one thought we'd ever have to deal with. How are you holding up, my friend? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm holding up good, but I mean, no, no doubt that... Uh this is a shock, and, and I probably dread every morning waking up and just sort of having to face it or even having a conversation with my wife, who, who was, uh, who was uh, in, in, in Jakarta, Indonesia, because I have nothing to say about it, because it's all in the hands of, of, of the authorities that we're right now, you know, putting faith in and, and you know, waiting on and listening to. There is absolutely zero I can do but stay still, keep out of, you know, touch with, with most of other people, etc., etc. I happen to be living on a farm out in, uh, on the country, so I don't really see anybody. There. So that's, that's the benefit of it. But uh, when you start adding your daily life to it and also, you know, a big American tour that I was supposed to start on April 15th, it starts becoming pretty scary. 
talk about how it kind of affects artists like you, Mike. I know you've been a guy that has traveled the the country, the United States, on your own, driving around, playing in front of crowds. For someone like you, when you have a tour like this, you are going to play the music of White Lion. How does that affect you personally? It's like, hey, I got to stay home. The, the the financials of it are obviously a concern. I mean, it's musicians. It hits you guys really hard, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, this is this is what I am. You know, I mean, it's the same thing. Like the guy who has the bread store and gets up early in the morning and and, and bake bread. You know, and people are not coming buying the bread and stuff like that. And and another thing that I was saying to my agent was that you know. My tramp is 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 a, is one hundred percent interactive with the audience show. Not just am I very close with the audience on the way to the stage, etc. I spend at least an hour after the show, you know, selling my merchandise and you know, handshake and bear hugs, kiss on the cheek, slapping high fives on the way out. All those things that are forbidden now, you know. So it's like it, it's it's a no go. I mean this. This is not one of those things that let's say in reality that you still could carry on the big concerts and, you know, they, the big bands walk straight off the stage into the limousine, drive to the hotel or their air, or, or their airline or, or like their private jet, stuff like that. No, no, no. I come through the front door and I leave through the front door and in between there is the audience. Yeah, absolutely. And that's always been a big part of what you do. But one thing you can provide, uh, certainly, and musicians are key now more than ever, is a welcome distraction. Uh, people are kind of staying home, and they've got music to listen to. And uh, your album, the second time around, Mike, and you know I've been such a fan of your work. The last decade has been so important for you. You've been prolific releasing music. This album, no different. It's tremendous. You can go uh, pre-order it right now. Um, a lot of us have heard the single, The Road. The video's been out for a while now. But just talk to us about the importance of this album for you. It's tremendous, as always. Your singer-songwriter uh, abilities are through the roof, and we're really looking forward to hearing the rest of it. Well, I mean, it, it, it is completely now a hindsight, you know, looking back, you know, and, and having the, a, a, the first single called The Road, which basically... In, in very very simple form, just explains what what the, what a journey is about. A journey is about that when you're done with that journey, it's all that you have experienced and learned. The road that makes you, the road that breaks you. You know, and and you know, I look at especially my twelve solo albums now as a journey on the endless highway. And uh, once in a while, I pull off an exit. And each exit represents an album, a moment in my life, a moment in time where I sit still, I look back at things that I've done, I look into the future of where I'm going, and then I'm looking at the moment there right now. And that's all sort of explained at each album, because when I did my, started writing my first solo album in 96, Capricorn, I decided that me, myself, I would always represent Mike Tramp's life on the album. This is nonfiction. There are no, you know, going down to the barn hanging out. This this is all true stories or or moments or, you know, metaphors or something that happens in, in my life. And therefore I don't ever have to get up in the morning looking in the mirror saying, what kind of makeup am I going to put on today? Who am I today? When you're always yourself, you don't have to think about it. You just do what's natural. 
Mike, I always feel like, and we've talked about this, the last time I saw you, I think you just released Museum. You've been on the show several times since then, but you always talked about how it was kind of a partner album to Cobblestone Street. Um, your albums seem to kind of represent uh, certain themes that kind of go together. Uh, Stray from the Flock was another great one. Do you feel like this one kind of plays a, a little bit along with that one or kind of taking it in a new direction here? No, I don't. I don't I, it's, it's definitely not a new direction because even with the first album, I made that direction. And, and I think probably the only thing that has changed from Capricorn in 1997 is just that, you know, maybe the, the sound has changed a little, but the overall chord progression and the way I write the songs are very simple form of songwriting. And I've never wanted to change that. I've always wanted to say, listen, I am one of those spices that's on your spice rack. And maybe you don't use this spice every day. And But once in a while, you reach for that. And when you add it to your, your dinner or your or, or, or the, the, the food you're making, there's no denying what it is. And that's always where I wanted my music to be, that when you feel like wanting to hear my tramp, I want you to get my tramp. I don't want you to put a Mike Tramp album on and then get a Pink Floyd. <laughs> and, and so, so, so it's really just a matter of where I'm at at that moment, and and because all the songs are written the same way, it's always just me sitting and strumming my acoustic guitar and writing the songs in that format. And when it works there, I know, you know, however, and and sometimes I can get into the rehearsal studio and and whoever will be my band at that moment and try a couple of different versions, but the song is always the same. And it's just a matter, is it going to go a little faster than when I wrote it a little bit? But the melody will not change, the chords will not change, the lyrics will not change. Well, I want to urge everyone that uh, while they're around, while they have time, and while they're really thirsting for great uh, music, to go over to targetshop.dk slash Mike Tramp. You can go ahead and pre-order the second time around. Um, it is tremendous. Uh, Mike, i got to ask you, because obviously things are uncertain with regards to live live events right now, but you you had a planned tour of the Songs of White Lion featuring uh, Marcus Nand, who was going to be touring with you. Um, just kind of talk about the, the idea behind that. Obviously, hopefully it will get revisited at some point kind of why you wanted to go in that direction uh, with uh, with that tour. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, it's far from groundbreaking. I mean, you know, for the last eight years when I've been touring the U.S., you know, with acoustic guitar, you know, 50% of my life set has been, you know, venturing into the White Lion catalog, um, both in respect for the fans, but also because I thought, you know, it made a nice balance and, and, and in, in, in my, my, my music room, my studio, I have about 200, maybe 300 um, A3 posters that I've collected for all the different shows that I've played. And, 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 you know, there are different photos and, you know, some of them represent, you know, the different albums that are released. But one thing that's always the same is this Mike Tramp and then it says the voice of White Lion and then there's a big White Lion logo. So that has carried, that has traveled with me along the road and that's not me putting that on that's every venue putting that on so i said to myself you know what i'm releasing a new album and i'm promoting a new album but i'm going to do a 100 two-hour classic white lion set where i go through all four albums i'm going to take take people back to the original versions telling them the stories and just have a lot of fun with them and understanding that a live show sometimes is entertainment and the new album is something you listen to at home. 
do you feel like people approach you differently? I mean, when you've been out there and touring the country and playing these shows, promoting your tremendous albums, do you feel like people fully understand uh, kind of it is what you're trying to do? A lot of people see you as Mike Lyon, Mike uh, Tramp, the voice of White Lion. They they think about uh, the image of the band in the '80s, and they but now they see you as uh, as kind of different, kind of as a singer songwriter, someone that is touring the country on your own and doing these shows. Do people kind of approach you differently? How do people kind of interact with you? Uh, whenever they see you uh, playing some of these acoustic shows? Well, I think, I think that when I started on, on the first uh, solo tour in 2012, it was probably 50-50. But with each album and each tour, it's, it's, it's kind of gone towards what I'm wearing today. There's a lot of people that, that even sometimes feel embarrassed when they come up and say, I like your new stuff much better than White Line. And <laughs> I said, you know what, that's, that's fine. We both have grown. I'm just very happy that we're here still together. And, and, and so it, it's great that, that, that the fans have also, you know, matured and, and grown and traveled. And, you know, they have the memories of when we met the first time through the, the White Lion songs. And now they have the memories right now when some of them choose to, to come back at every tour. And they know they will meet me after the show. And they know they'll get a couple of minutes to say something. And and so now I'm part of their life like they're part of my life. Well, I definitely cherish those moments, Mike. I tell with with all that's going on, I mean, a lot of a lot of artists are, uh, th- you know, kind of getting creative, doing some some online stuff. It seems like someone like you would be perfect for that. Have you thought about maybe doing some kind of a streaming online show or something like that? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound desperate, and I also don't want to. I also don't want to, you know, like just you know, over over crowd, you know, the whole, you know, my whole thing. I think it's important sometimes. I mean, I'm not a person that posts every day. Um, I know sometimes my, my, you know, my little record company wants to post something and there's something else. But I sometimes I like to just take a little break. So when I come back with something, there's, you didn't just see me yesterday. Yeah, you're right. It's more impactful. They have to be balanced. Yeah, more impactful. And it is from you. And it's, it's always interesting. And I tell you, it's always a pleasure, Mike. Um, on a personal note, you've just been such a huge part of this show for so long now. We can't thank you enough. I just will be definitely thinking about you and hoping that we can uh, get out there and see you soon and that uh, all this kind of goes by us and that we'll be thinking more about live shows and, and, and music more as we go on. You've been a great voice of reason throughout all this. Thank you so much. And we'll definitely catch up soon, my friend. I'm the one saying thank you. Thank you so much, man, for the support and friendship and, and, you know, the remembering that we've met so many times and stuff like that. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. Well said. Thanks so much, Mike. We'll see you soon. No doubt about it. You got it, buddy. Thank you. We want to thank Mike for coming on with us, talking about all that's going on, how it affects artists like him and the world, and he's just says all the right things. Hey, we got to stay in this together, get through it, and um, you know the good times will come back sooner than later. Um, the album again is the second time around. It comes out May first, um, unless. Um, something were to happen as far as that getting pushed back. But go to Mike's website, miketramp.dk, to get that album. Um, you can go to YouTube, and you can uh, check out um, the single, which is called The Road. It was released on YouTube about a month ago. There's a great video for it. And, of course, go blast some classic White Lion, man. I am such a fan of uh, everything White Lion did. I thought Mike was a perfect front man for a band like that. His good looks, pop sensibilities, 
it was just tremendous. I've uh, just been a long, lifelong fan of the work that he and Vito Brada did together. Um, you know, I remember getting it. I think the first album I ever had was Pride, which of course is tremendous. Um, and, you know, from the White Lion catalog, Pride is really, I mean, you think about songs like Hungry, Lonely Nights, uh, Lady of the Valley, Wait, All You Need Is Rock and Roll, Tell Me, When the Children Cry, All Their Pride has just got to be, um, it's one of those albums, I think it's unheralded um, as far as um, 80s albums go, so huge fan of that. Hope you'll check out everything that Mike's doing. Hope you'll keep um, keep in contact with us, certainly during this time. You can tweet us at musicmania underscore show. Of course, we're on Facebook. Um, and Instagram as well. Uh, if you need to send us an email, musicmaniapodcast at gmail.com. And uh, our website um, is still musicmaniapodcast.com, but we're now also under the umbrella of Ignitro Entertainment. Uh, it kind of distributes a lot of our content as well, so ignitroentertainment.com. That's where you can check out our uh, podcast archives, uh, show reviews, and music news as well. So thanks so much for uh, continuing the good fight, uh, because right now we need distractions more than ever, and music is certainly the key. It bridges the gap. So hopefully this uh, interview, this podcast, fills a little bit of a void for you during this time, and hope you'll continue rocking with us here on the Music Mania Podcast.